Hey, what's up? This is Chris Gray, and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. Time for the biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. Max Verstappen, two-time world champion. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. It's just blasphemous. Let me finish. Let you finish. I'll let you talk. Every weekday, it's my sport. It's your sport. It's CFM sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's a very good evening, Zimbabwe on 0731168045. We already have a message. It says, Magadi Sekuru. I don't know if I'm the Sekuru. I, I hope not. Is that a title you're accepting already? <laughs> the team is in the studio for ZFM Sport. Chris Alois, our producer, Sean. And my name is Barry. And uh, on the home front today, Roston Chases 70 helped give the West Indies a lead of 175 runs on the second day of the second test against. Zimbabwe in Bulawayo. In international sports news, Patrick Mahomes proved he has toughness and talent in equal measure as the Kansas City Chiefs uh, quarterback uh, played through the pain to lead his side to Super Bowl victory with a nail-biting win over the Philadelphia Eagles early this morning. In around the world in 60, we have stops in India, South Africa, Ireland and the United States. In the second half of the show, we have our Castle Lager World Football Report where VAR once again came under the spotlight in the Premier League and former Premier League referee Keith Hackett has called for VAR official Lee Mason to be sacked for failing to rule out a goal which dented Arsenal's title challenge. In the league, Xavi believes his Barcelona side are playing well enough to win games more comfortably despite their habit of doing the bare minimum continuing. And in Serie A, AC Milan manager Stefano Pioli says the Rossoneri got a much-needed win as they ended their seven-game winless run by edging Torino in Remain and to remain in contention to qualify for the Champions League football. Hi, my name's Ryan Kenz, Sunshine Tour professional golfer, and you're listening to ZFM Sport. talking uh, the Super Bowl 57 but also don't forget uh, that uh, Zimbabwe's second test against the West Indies started in Mulayo yesterday and uh, we'll be talking about that as well Um, the absence of Gary Balance leaving the test in a bit of a balance for Zimbabwe. We've got an update in that regard. And then it was a Patrick Mahomes show. Less so the Rihanna show. We'll hear uh, Chris's thoughts on uh, the halftime show. And of course, Alois as well. In the meantime, let's give you a local sports news roundup. It's with Chris. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis.
Let's start your local sports news roundup with some hockey news where the Hockey Association of Zimbabwe has called Abulawayo-based Amber Tozana to the under-21 women's team that is set to take part in the 2023 Africa Junior Championship. Head coach Brad Heuer confirmed that the girls' college learner has been called to the side to replace an injured player. In triathlon news, Zimbabwe's team to take part in the South Africa Youth Championships in two weeks' time yesterday had a chance to assess their preparedness when they took part in an event at Mount Pleasant Pool. Zimbabwe are going to field athletes in the under-13 boys and girls, as well as under-15 boys at the championships, which are due to take place next Sunday. And if you're in short for some badminton news, the Zimbabwe badminton team is in South Africa for the 2023 Badminton All-Africa Senior Championships that kicked off in Johannesburg this morning. The team comprises Captain Tabani Mate, Avishi Raina, Shalom Sibanda, Fabiana Olivero, Ashul Ziva and Blessing Mahwire. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. Time to talk the Chevrons. Now, Ross and Chase's 70 helped uh, give the West Indies a lead of 175 runs on the second day of the second test as against Zimbabwe in Ulawayo. A severely depleted home side were dismissed for 115 soon after lunch on the opening day, and the tourists reached 133 for the loss of four wickets by the close of play yesterday. Uh, so, at stumps on the second day of the second test, Zimbabwe versus the West Indies. Uh, this is the tale of the tape. Zimbabwe batting first yesterday, 150. 15 all out that's 115 all out innocent Kaia putting a bit of resistance with 38 Donald Tirpano with 23 and uh, the um, the most prolific of the West Indies bowlers was Gudakesh Moti who took 7 for 37 7 wickets in a test match that's phenomenal bowling and then West Indies in response are currently 290 for the loss of 8 wickets Roston Chase with his 70 Raymond Reefer with uh, 53 Victor Nyawichi taking 3 for 56 and Brandon Mavuta uh, continuing his ro- good run of form with the ball with 373 Westerns lead by 175 runs. Brandon Mavuta uh, obviously uh, looking great with the ball in the last test match, Chris. He gave us something with the bat, not so this time, only scoring one off 13 balls, uh, even though he was batting down at number nine. This doesn't look fantastic for Zimbabwe. I think also when we're taking a look at sort of the players that we were hoping would come to the party, like you mentioned, um, Brandon Mavuta there with one. Um, the tail wagged in the last. That, that's how we called it. The tail wagged in the last um, in the last test. Unfortunately, here not so. I think we basically did what we usually do, just to fold like a pack of cards, mm. which is what happened here. Incredibly sad, and also not too much resistance up front either. No solid platform to build on. No real partnerships to talk about either, which is not a great scenario to be in. And I think. Um, we were missing our star, <laughs> who I think... <laughs> Gary Balance. Gary yeah. Balance. We were missing a lot of balance uh, in this. Now, he was, he was missing because of illness. Yeah. Um, couldn't shake off uh, migraine headaches as far as... 
it's reported uh, uh, to us. And of course, that meant that uh, this fairly uh, inexperienced squad mm-hmm. had to uh, go out against the full strength of Windy's side. And in truth, if we look at the scoring of the West Indies, 294-8, um, it, it's, a, it's a wicket that's given quite a bit to the bowlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not easy to bat on that wicket. Uh, so perhaps um, we, we shouldn't judge our group as harshly as we are. Definitely not. I think also when you're taking a look at um, how the West Indies themselves are scoring in compare in comparison to that first test as well, I think we can see a significant difference. Um, Rustin Chase with 70, Raymond Heffer with 53. Those were their best um, in terms of their scoring. So mm. when you're comparing that to the... Um, double centuries that were being scored in the last test then obviously there's that very big difference but I think on our end it's not it's a little bit concerning still yes we do have a young squad but um the West Indies definitely in in pole position. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah, was, yeah. there was a lot more to sort of consider in the first test. Here, not so much for Zimbabwe. Absolutely. And Mike uh, so eloquently described uh, to everyone last week uh, what it means to win a test match. And you need to, you need to take 20 wickets. Well, West Indies has already taken the first 10. Uh, so we'll see what happens in the second innings. As we said earlier, uh, West Indies leading by 175 runs out at uh, Queen's Sports Club. Well... The rain is about in Harare. Who knows what's going to happen in Ulawayo tomorrow's day three. I ain't saying nothing. From the front of the grid to the back of the net, it's CFM Sport. International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. Whether it's the NBA or NFL, the best of America on CFM Sport. And the Eagles out of timeouts. And the Chiefs will try to go up with a 27-yard field goal by Harrison Butker. Winchester, the snap. The hold by Townsend. The kick is away and good! 27-yard field goal to take the lead with eight seconds remaining in Super Bowl 57. 38-35. All right, Hertz will be in the gun. Chiefs have got the lead on the field goal. 36-yard line of Philly. Shotgun snap to Hurts. Dropping back. Only one person rushing. Hurts looking, standing still, winding up. Long pass. It lands at the 20. No one is there. Zeros on the clock. It's over. It's over. The Chiefs have won. The Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57 on a game-winning field goal. See. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions of, as they say in America, champions of the world, don't they say? <laughs> as for the year 2023, of course, winning Super Bowl uh, 57 uh, in the wee hours, well, uh, in the hours of this morning, because it was around about uh, 5 a.m. when that all came to an end. And Patrick Mahomes proved he has toughness and talent in equal measure as the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback uh, played through the pain to become the first player since Kurt Warner in 1999 to earn league and Super Bowl MVP honors in the same year. The 27-year-old led the Chiefs uh, to a 38-35 win over the Philadelphia Eagles at Super Bowl 57, throwing for 182 yards and three touchdowns at State Farm Stadium. Let's hear from Patrick Mahomes. 
I mean, it felt great until I, I, I kind of rolled it a little bit. Um, I, I thought I felt really good, and then that happened, and I had a, a lot of soreness going through into halftime, and was able to move it around, kind of get taped up a little bit, and, and go out there in that second half, and um, it didn't feel good, but I was going to leave it all out there, and uh, I, I'm glad it was enough for the win. The first Super Bowl, I, I thought was, I mean, obviously I didn't win it the first year that I started, but I thought the first Super Bowl was just kind of like, oh, it's this is amazing. Like, we won the Super Bowl. Like, this is happy. Like, it's like a little kid winning, winning, winning a prize at, at, the, at the fair. I mean, whereas this one, you've dealt with failure. You understand how hard it is uh, to get back on this stage and to win this game. I mean, I, I played in the Super Bowl where I got blown out, uh, where it was, I, I got all hyped up, and then we, you go out there and you don't do anything. Um, and then I lose the AFC Championship game in overtime, um, when I thought we had a chance to win the Super Bowl that year. And uh, have a full, brand-new team, and have to go through the, the strain of being better and better every single day, it gives you a greater appreciation for winning this game. See. And that appreciation of winning the game, I think, comes through on the basis that uh, the game went pretty much how we called it, Chris, mm -hmm. when we previewed this game. Uh, we expected that uh, the Kansas City Chiefs would have a few individuals who um, had, uh, had uh, uh, the, the nous, the ability, the talent to be able to take the team over the line, and then it would be the Eagles team ethic, team effort, a balance within that group uh, yeah. that will be able to carry their day. And with players like Kelsey, players like uh, um, Patrick Mahomes himself, players like Isaiah uh, Pacheco, uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh, came through in leaps and bounds on mm -hmm. the individual basis, yeah. but no more uh, than Patrick Mahomes because that ankle injury and then twisting his ankle just before the, the, the yeah. half uh, everyone thinking, oh, he may not come back. And then coming back and leading the team, yeah. uh, that's the stuff of legend, isn't star it? Star quality, absolutely star quality. Um, first of all, that he had this niggling injury anyway. Goes on and continues playing. And I think what made that three-point difference for me is exactly what we're talking about in terms of that final individual effort. So you've got a couple of individuals who then make the difference in that three points. And those three individuals that you pointed out, <laughs> potentially the difference. And in, in when it comes to finals, that's exactly what counts is yep. what is that extra 0.5% that one team has over another. Because for you to make it this far in the mm. NFL, obviously you've got a fantastic team, you've got fantastic leadership on the field as well. But what is that extra 0.5% that you have over the next team? And I think for Kansas City, it was exactly that. It was that star quality and especially the leadership of Patrick Mahomes that got them over the line and winning the, the Super Bowl. Absolutely phenomenal. And then on the other side, you talked about leadership on, on the field. I've got to say, Jalen Hurts was phenomenal, uh, particularly in that first half where, in truth, he ran the game. Uh, and, and it was hard to see uh, any other result than an Eagles victory after when, when they went to halftime? Yeah, halftime Eagles leading 24 to 14 and also when you take a look at just the kind of performance that Hertz was able to put on, mm. I think rushing for 70 yards, three touchdowns, that's the most rushing yards by a quarterback in Super Bowl history. <laughs> so, it, and he also threw for a score to yeah, just yeah. top it off there. So, I think brilliant performance on Jalen Hurts' part as well. And I think it must be, no pun intended, hurtful that he <laughs> was doing so well before that, before that half. And then in the second half, there's something that absolutely switched on um, for Kansas City and they managed to get that win. And that switch on, of course, must have been Patrick Mahomes and his cohort because they came back strong. Uh, 
And uh, listen, to be fair, the Eagles didn't go anywhere and it, it took uh, some really strategic thinking on the part of the Kansas, of Kansas uh, to be able to then go over the line and go for that field goal right at the end. Uh, also running down the clock and making sure that they were able to see out and win Super Bowl 57. But the Super Bowl is not the Super Bowl, <laughs> boys and girls, so without the halftime show. Mm, tell us. Uh, I'm going to be quiet on this one because I only you know have, what? how many words is that? <laughs> four. I only four have four words. words we'll hear your four words just now. But um, uh, you know what? Underwhelmed is, 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 probably, <laughs> is probably the best word I can use uh, because in truth, I thought Rihanna uh, could have done a lot better. Um, and listen, I don't want ladies to think that I'm, I'm trashing uh, uh, women who come to work pregnant <laughs> not at all uh, you're just disappointed that she's pregnant no 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 <laughs> that has nothing to do with it i think i think that she could have done a lot more to put together it's a super bowl for goodness sake they are an average of 200 million people watching put on a show and rihanna did not can i say my four words now yes you can i told you so Ay-ya, we were yeah, in yeah, the studio we were in the studio when this announcement was made and I said, listen, I'm a little bit skeptical because Rihanna's never been a performer. Does she have a catalogue of catalog of bangers? Absolutely. Is she a brilliant studio artist? Mm. Absolutely. Performances have never been her strong point. But I think from a fan perspective, we missed Rihanna's perf- live performances so much. We missed seeing her in the music element and we just sort of extrapolated potentially last year's performance of Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blythe. This is a very hard act to follow. And we took that and we were hoping she would top it and it just it, it wasn't that for me I it think the biggest that. winner on the night was was Jay-Z who's like the consultant for the Super Bowl I think he's got a contract running for the next uh, maybe another two years uh, with, with the Super Bowl uh, and so the, the, the staging was Phenomenal. I mean, the fact that she was on those hydraulics and there were those uh, hanging, hanging, that hanging stage. Uh, and then there was a stage on, on the pitch as well. And she went up and down and all sorts. That was something to behold. And of course, her backup dancers did a phenomenal job. Uh, the, the thing that saved the halftime show was the show, which was the game. <laughs> the game was fantastic. But the halftime show was not, Alice. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you're right. The staging, the staging was uh, was perfect. You know, it was exciting, you know, to see all the uh, the technology, the electronics and everything. Notice you know, how you guys uh, are not it was, talking It was about actually her. quite good. Uh, save for the, yeah, uh, the performance was not. Maybe you yeah. could have heard the Shakira there. Guys, to, 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 to wow. dance. I just, <laughs> I just, we, we just received because a message she's from... Because doesn't, doesn't energy. And uh, we just received a message from one of our regular listeners, uh, Mike, my daughter. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And he says the halftime show was good. I think it's boiling down to taste. She's getting a lot of rave reviews. She's getting rave reviews because she's Rihanna. Where Where are these rave reviews? Where are they? It's it's, 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 it's sentimental. Ah, nah, man. And and I'm a Rihanna fan. I'm a fanboy. This is the the hill I'm going to die on. She had a tough act to follow. You had Jay-Z, Dr. Dre, mm. Mary J. Blige, Eminem, Eminem yeah. in the last last year's halftime yeah. show. Yeah. Then she comes on. First of all, she's pregnant and she still has she to does, perform yeah, to that yes. same level. Exactly, so for me, I think she had a tough act to follow. So in our minds, it didn't stack up to what we believed. 
But yeah, no. No, I'm But did the organizers know she was pregnant? Do they know she was pregnant? I'm sure. I'm sure they knew. And I think the decision was made for them to go ahead without announcing it before the Super Bowl and then make the announcement because the announcement came hot on the heels of the performance. So listen, there's no way that they would all be surprised. Oh, she's pregnant. I think that there was a deliberate decision to make to say let's not change, let's go on, let's press on. Are you comfortable and confident? Can you perform all of that? High wire acts or whatever can you perform? Yes, because the staging, like I said, was absolutely phenomenal. But guys, I I think I'm going to be fair on Rihanna and everybody else. I want my money back. Hi, my name is Zuba Amute, Los Angeles Clipper Small Forward, and you're listening to ZFM Sport. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We take off in India where Australia's innings and 132 runs route by India inside three days in the first test at Nagpur has slammed the humiliation and an embarrassment has been slammed as a humiliation and an embarrassment with calls for changes ahead of the second test, which begin on Friday. In South Africa, there were plenty of smiles and lots of laughter as players from India and Pakistan are mixed in the changing rooms following an entertaining match between the arch rivals that saw India win by seven wickets at the ICC Women's T20 World Cup in Cape Town. And in the United States, Scotty Scheffler ended Rory McIlroy's stint at the top of the world rankings after completing a successful title defense with a two-stroke victory at the WM Phoenix Open and Insignations weekend result Ireland with a thump, bit of a thumping on France 32 to 19, Scotland 35 to 7 against Wales and England beating Italy 31 to 40. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. Oh, it's such a vibe to end your day this way with uh, tuning into ZFM Stereo and indeed ZFM uh, Sports 0731 Let's hear from you and your thoughts about uh, the Super Bowl and all of the other stories that are coming out of the world of sport. No doubt Manchester United fans are absolutely cock-a-hoop. Chelsea fans, are you worried? Yet. All right, let's start with the Super Bowl. And this one says, uh, Fenty Manandi, disappointed. <laughs> and laughing, <laughs> laughing emojis. Do you know yes. what my favorite thing about the halftime performance was, though? Yeah. When she plugged her own brand, the brand placement, like when she used her blotting paper from her makeup brand on stage. That was my favorite part. Oh, yes. Oh, that oh, was I, amazing. I, I, you know what? I saw that and I was like, what is that about? Was she, was she sweating? No, or whatever? it's called See, blotting paper. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, you are a guy. guy. It yeah, it, it, it didn't it, click, it, did it? It didn't click whatsoever. <laughs> You're not the target audience. Oh, this one says, welcome back, guys. Uh, I had a blast of a weekend. Eagles, Chiefs made Super Bowl 57 a treat. Uh, and iconic. Rihanna capped my weekend. Well done, the Chiefs. England, Italy was a savage encounter despite the game living up to its billing. Marshall Munetzi uh, must move to the EPL. He is doing us proud in Liga and uh, Sculptor Collins. Sculptor Collins, thanks a lot for getting in touch. And in case you miss it, Marshall Munetzi, of course, uh, we will cover that on tomorrow's show when we do our French uh, football 
roundup. Marshall Mineta getting a goal and an assist in a derby yesterday. So we'll be talking about his exploits out in France. No doubt uh, the uh, teams in other leagues, including England, have got a firm eye on our boy Marshall Mineta. But you talked about the fact that uh, the Super Bowl was absolutely uh, fire. Sentiments uh, that are echoed all over. Uh, and uh, courage from Guruve uh, says, yeah, guys, I'm listening to you loud and clear. Keep the fire burning. Uh, today, Chibudza, Udzaiwovan, Vazir, the most successful EPL teams, Nemi Kuombe Yacho, Vanavas Kutombo Kuchinu. Someone said Man City is a big club. Is this true? Courage from Guruve. Courage, I'm going to say, yes, Manchester City is a big club. Um, a big club insofar as what they've done uh, in recent times as well as the following they have uh, that has grown over time. Uh, they're not one of the traditional big boys. Yes, they've just come into that. Uh, the traditional big boys, you're talking about Aston Villa, Newcastle, uh, Liverpool um, and, and such like. So, uh, yes, Manchester City, certainly a big team. Would I be lying if I said that? Uh, yeah, it is a big team, especially performance-wise, like you said, in the recent uh, recent past years, because if, an, if I ask him, uh, give us the top five teams in England at the moment, I'm sure you will have uh, Manchester City on that list. You know? Also, when yeah. it comes to, oh, this is going to sound so controversial right now, but just how much the club makes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In, in, anyhow, in, in, anyhow even, even, even the fans, they've been getting uh, gaining fans at a high, at a very at high a rate, very high rate. The, yeah. the rate at which they are, they've they're been sucking up all of fans. Gen Z. Yeah, yeah, yes, the, yeah. The, a story is told that a father um, in Manchester supports Man- supported Manchester United, uh, bought his son a Manchester United top, and his son flatly refused it. Yeah. Kid was under ten and said, "No, I want a Manchester City uh, exactly. shirt." Exactly. Wow. So they they're fast to growing. The younger kids they are opting for Man City yeah because of the success success the, the yeah. way that they play the game and all sorts but listen Manchester United on this trajectory isn't too far behind no doubt you'll you'll be making some headway in the next set of five years evening gag I think uh, that when it comes to them to American football we succumb to peer pressure America and Americans being cool kids determine what is cool and uncool that sport is no fun but because of the it guys saying it is cool we do too uh, they make a huge spectacle around it, bombard us with stats and statistical anomalies uh, to make any achievement seem significant so that players are idolized and storylines are created <laughs> to generate excitement. Pomp and fanfare around every game and they put it yes, in this. hyperdrive for the Super Bowl. Props to their marketing team for creating an aura around it, but from watching games this season, it is not a magnificent as magnificent as they make it seem. The commentators do a good job of creating an ambiance and it is transferred to your house through speakers when you watch the game. You don't give can us I, your name, but can I, can I respond to He's been writing yeah. that since Friday. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let me be honest. He is very right. He is very correct about However, everything else, about marketing and everything. That's what we all need, even here at home. <laughs> we want our football to have such so that we can actually grow. This is how a sport grows. Fanfare, pomp. This is what we want. But then, what, but what then about the, uh, yeah, from them, yeah. is how to package. Exactly. It's, 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 he, he described everything. Perfect. He described. But what I don't now agree with him is the sport is not nice. Uh, guys, I enjoy this sport. I didn't know anything about this sport when I landed in the United States. Uh-huh. I didn't know anything. Yeah. But when I was taken to this sport, I was actually refused. When I got there, I 
enjoyed the excitement, not the excitement from the fans, right. but what was happening on the field, the scramble, the throws, <laughs> the running, the energy. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. me, probably every sport, yeah. yes, every sport you need to understand what is happening first for you to appreciate and enjoy yeah. it. Conditioning, guys. If you grew up and for you, the core of sport is rugby and uh, football, cricket, you're obviously not going to have the same appreciation. doesn't mean that the sport is dull. just you haven't been conditioned to exactly. appreciate and, it. Yes, I just don't appreciate it. And it like Rihanna's performance is not your cup of tea <laughs> so, uh, let's end with this one it says Mahomes was great but I think Hurts was phenomenal in this game and perhaps my man of the match despite the loss I would tend to agree with you insofar as certainly consideration for man of the match uh, but you've got to say Patrick Mahomes with that injury and his performance leading his team to the Super Bowl definitely takes man of the match and did the MVP your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The Casalaga Premier Soccer League. La Liga. Serie A. The English Premier League. The Bundesliga. It all comes together with the Castles on the Casalaga World Football Report. All right, let's start in England now. Arsenal, one-all draw with ben Brentford, somewhat controversial. Crystal Palace, one-all draw with Brighton. Uh, Fulham, 2-0 winners over Nottingham Forest. Leicester, 4-1 winners over Tottenham. Tottenham that looked like they were getting back on an even keel and then upended by Leicester, who are having a wretched season. All seems to be getting back on stream. Now, Southampton beaten at home 2-1 by Wolves and then Bournemouth and Newcastle playing out a one-all draw. Manchester United with a late 2-0 win over Leeds at Ellen Road, or while Manchester City uh, 3-1, imperious over Aston Villa, making it a very routine win. West Ham won all with a Chelsea. Chelsea fans, are you concerned? Is the question. Now, former Premier League referee Keith Hackett has called for VAR official Lee Mason to be sacked for failing to rule out a goal which has dented Arsenal's title challenge. Hackett's call to Professional Game Match Officials Limited, which is PGMOL Chief Howard Webb, uh, comes amid fresh controversy surrounding the implementation of VAR with Chelsea and Brighton also agree that controversial decisions which went against them. Football pundit Martin Keon says there have to be more officials in the VAR control room. Is it reaching, Jim, the stage where we almost have to suspend VAR until we get it absolutely right? Because, I mean, these are glaring to forget to put a line in I mean, I'm just trying to look over a comparable of that in any other uh, any other job, any other walk of life. But you have to look at the process. If we're making all these individual decisions, have we got, have we got enough people in the actual booth itself? In the World Cup, there were seven people in that room, and very they got everything pretty well right, Jim, didn't they? Mm. So there were good people, top people, well trained. We're getting it wrong. Maybe there's not enough people. Maybe they're not taking enough time. Just take your time and get the decision right. See. All right, so the former official said in a Twitter post, Howard Webb is now in charge of the PGMOL, that's a professional game match officials limited. One of the first things he should do is dismiss permanent VAR operator Lee Mason. This weekend, Mason lets another referee down by not disallowing the Brentford goal for offside. These are decisions that VAR should get right. Alois, is VAR the problem or is our people the problem? It's the people. 
is the the people that are manning the, the machines because they they they're giving wrong decisions. Why is there to give you the picture? <laughs> it gives you the picture. This is what it is. You draw the so lines. You draw the lines. They they've given you everything, so you make the decision based on those on those lines. I agree that it it, it shouldn't be one person. Mm-hmm. They they should be. They should they, be no no no. It's a team. Be, it's a yeah, team in the bar room. But they're all agreeing and gassing each other up and saying that they're making the right decision. Albeit that, uh, Chris, the 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 process. Seems flawed. Are we at a place whereby VAR should be considered? No, VAR should definitely continue to be considered. But I think the key thing is that I think possibly there considered was considered for abolition. I mean, oh, absolutely not. No, um, definitely not considered for abolition. I think when you're taking a look at the implementation of VAR, we can see that it's at its worst when we're taking a look specifically at the English Premier League. At so England, VAR, yes. the problem, no. The problem is English referees. Mm. So they, I think in the last sort of 12 months, um, they've begun implementing the elite refereeing performance plan, which is supposed to improve the standards, which a number of coaches, support staff are going to be brought in, they're going to be retrained, all of that. Mm. Um, this also included appointing Howard Webb as the chief of the new chief of refereeing. Yeah. So there is a learning that's, that's happening to say, you know what, it's not necessarily the system that's incorrect, is that the people that operate the system need some training or retraining that needs to take place there because when you're taking a look at VAR operating in all other scenarios, it is not nearly a stark way. You have a couple of incidences in Spain, mm. but that is the absolute most that we see VAR at its worst. And I think it's the English referees that need a very good look. Uh, let's let's take a look at the the um, the decision made uh, for Brentford against Arsenal, uh, the Ivan Tony equaliser, um, wherein they took a very long, prolonged period of time uh, analysing the tussle between uh, I think it was Gabriel and and uh, uh, Pinnock uh, at the edge of the box and then missed the most glaring uh, uh, um, uh, infraction, which was the offside pass. That was the the, the, the assist to Ivan Tony, the final pass, which was from an offside position. They completely missed. Meanwhile, they were analyzing something that had no bearing on the scoring of the goal. Yeah, I, I, th- I think they got excited. You know, I think they got excited thinking, you know what? You know, this incident, maybe people didn't see it. So they, they, they missed the point. So they focused on something else while play was on mm. already. And there was an incident that was supposed to be ruled offside, yeah. but they were busy trying to check on what, what had happened. Thereby. So I, I don't know if... If there could be some someone independent also, not them, who can also <laughs> alert the guys in the bar. <laughs> I don't know. guys go I'm yeah. communication someone independent with somewhere else. in the in the in the in the VAR room yeah. so that they can, can also alert them. And, and, and Chris, you talked about uh, uh, Howard Webb. When we look at some of the, the issues that have come up in recent moments, of course, there's the West Ham United uh, uh, Chelsea situation, the Newcastle and Crystal Palace one, where they got decisions absolutely wrong. I don't think he would have assumed that the job would be as hard as as it's proving to be uh, from a basis of sheer implementation that's gone awry. 
Completely. Um, I think when you're taking a look at just the how bad the decisions have, how bad the calls have been, and just what he's had to step into, I don't think he could have imagined it. And to be honest, I don't think you have a plan for how badly it's gone when you're going in, even when you take a look at the worst case scenario. So not sure what kind of work is cut out for him now, but it's it's major. You know, Barry, I don't understand that, honestly. Because when you're looking at a goal, you have to look it until the goal is inside the net. Yes, and, every and every step backwards all the, the way in that, that be moment because one one yes in one sequence because yeah. you are looking at a restart and one moment yeah. towards that goal. Yeah. You're looking at one one set of play towards that goal. So you have to look at every touch and and starting possibly with the person who gave the final pass to result in the goal. <laughs> because the, the sense, assist is the number one, the, the first port of call. In this sense, they left the assist out altogether. You don't give us your name, but you say, I think the guy with the number 20 was offside, but uh, that one was covered with the hand, yeah, party. Yeah, that, doesn't that guy, cover. That, uh, yeah, but even, even though the hand doesn't with. count, okay, <laughs> because offside starts at the, um, the, arm. the area of upper the sleeve, arm. okay, the upper arm. Uh, any part of your body that can score a goal can be offside, but that's not that. That's besides the point. The person we're talking about is Norgard, uh, who gave the pilot the pass to Ivan Tony. Yes. Okay. Now, he was in an offside position. He, the ball was headed to him by Pinnick. And it went to Norgard. Norgard, coming from an offside position, then uh, swung it across to Ivan Tony. Ivan Tony was under the crossbar and got probably his easiest tap in in his life. It's the consistency, Barry. I don't. There was a Brighton goal. What was what his name? The little, the tiny Japanese. He's, he's, Mitoma. 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 Mitoma, yes. Yeah. He scored a goal, I think, about three weeks ago. Yeah. He got the ball from an offside position, which was very delicate. Yeah. And they had to replay, and he got the ball inside and scored. But they found him, they caught him. Yeah. He started his run from an offside position and received <laughs> You're the making ball. it sound like he's cheating. <laughs> and I think we should also just temper the discussion or just our discussions when we're talking about VAR in. Um, the Premier League with the fact that only a fraction and a small fraction of the situations that supporters believe are encouraged officially get classed as mistakes. Right. So let's use an example. Uh, Marcus Rashford offside uh, in the Manchester Derby. Yes. That wasn't judged to be an error by the independent panel. So there's a lot of scenarios where we as fans take no, a look at it and we're like uh... It's it's definitely an error. The, the referees made an error. VAR made an error. But according to the independent panel, uh, it was not. So there is an independent an panel, error. Alois, and my mind it comes after. And the Alois, and the Alois, Gatoria, Rashford, Pass City, Footy. This conversation go on. Ah, we, 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 we spoke about already. it. We spoke about it. Yeah. Stay, uh, okay. Cool down. Okay. Cool down. Cool. Okay. Let it go. Cool. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> because we know okay. you can take this one out. There's action tonight. It's <laughs> a Merseyside derby. Liverpool versus Everton. That makes football all so beautiful, where artistry and strokes of genius are the order of any day. Where the game is played with a smile, and Real Madrid has Benzema. Karim Benzema has kept his nerve and has given Real Madrid the lead. All the news from the Spanish La Liga on CFM Sport.
Anzwe main United zatinda papi. They don't want any mentions of United. This is what I asked no right near Brentford. Guys, I just realized why Mike likes sitting on this side of the of, of, of the, the studio. Game. Why? And he's always interesting and exciting. It's a lot of minutes. Anyway, <laughs> we're talking about Spain in La Liga. Cadiz uh, two no winners over Girona. Uh, Real Betis two three two winners over Almeria in an exciting five goal thriller. Uh, Sevilla two nil uh, over Mallorca. Athletic Club uh, two one winners over Valencia while Getafe and Rayo Vallecano played out a one-all draw Celta Vigo appended at home 1-0 by Atletico Madrid Real Valladolid uh, uh, nil-all draw with Osasuna now of news of Barcelona as Xavi uh, believes his Barcelona side are playing well enough to win games more comfortably despite their habit of doing the bare minimum continuing following their 1-0 win over Villarreal football pundit Alejandro Moreno says Barca's good form recently is predict predict on their defense. When you see performance, individual performances like the one that you saw from Ronald Araujo today, you begin to believe that Barcelona and playing well defensively is a priority. You're seeing a guy who's celebrating as, as if he's scoring goals when he's making a sliding challenge. Now, in big picture, is that significant? Well, not really, but when you consider that the whole team is buying into the idea of defending well together, and you're seeing the results that you just mentioned, one nothing, one nothing, one one nothing, you know you're good enough to score at least one goal in the game, Barcelona, because of the talent that you have available. And if you back that up with being a team that defends as well as they have, consistently as well as they have, this is why Barcelona right now are 11 points ahead. Alice, I, 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 I don't know where to start with this because, uh, in truth, yes, Barcelona won 1 0, uh, courtesy of a phenomenal team goal. Yeah. The passing movements in that goal were absolutely, wow, absolutely. something to, to, to behold. But yes, I'd agree with Moreno when he says that uh, their defense has been phenomenal and chief among the defenders, Ronald Araujo, has been fantastic. He has been, he has been, to be honest, he has been solid, rock solid, not just uh, defensively uh, blocking, you know, he can also play. Mm. You know, he, he he plays football as well. I, I, I rate him very very highly but uh, I, I also I also want to believe that uh, it, in the end 1-0 looked like a thin line it looked like uh, they they had to depend, they scraped through they had to depend more on their defense agreed the defense was 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 on point because they are they they faced some some serious attacking you know test, yeah, yeah it's, it's attacking, they, they they did but to be honest they could also have won this game by comfortably, margin yeah by com- comfortably if they were sharp if they were efficient in front of goals because they actually created enough scoring chances to actually close up that game mm, we spoke we spoke about Pedri on on Friday and talked about his scoring prowess and no surprises that he's the one who got the solitary goal that mm. saw them over the line Chris this uh, kid is is something he's absolutely something and I think what's great about Barcelona at the moment is they have a couple of players like that mm. you're young uh it's relative okay we're talking about Barcelona being inefficient in front of goal right now but <laughs> when you're taking a look at their striking talent mm. in terms of how young they are I yeah. think they have a, yeah. an incredible crop and he's part of that and I think it's going to be a very key part of the Barcelona that we're seeing going forward, I yeah. think in terms of that restructuring of that team and rebuilding it that's how it's going to be built and from the, the front yeah. uh, there's a message here that's come through it says uh, um, uh, I think Barca is not performing good this season I, I mm. do 
mm. tend to disagree with you. This one says Barcelona is winning, but why aren't we hearing any noise of Xavi's good coaching skills? That's a landlord in Wallaya. Well, Lenders, what Why aren't we hearing anything about Xavi? Because in truth, he's made that team a formidable machine. Yeah, I don't know where where we are supposed to hear the the, the coaching. Um, ah, no, really. the, the, oh, yeah. Oh, it's about that all the but time. We, we, we all the time. About it. You know, the moment the moment we say that Barcelona are playing well, they've restructured and all that, we, we, automatically it the coach, automatically yeah. it goes to the coach because he's the one who refreshed the squad. He brought in these other youngsters and they are gelling together. He's the one who brought in Lewandowski, mm. although he's a bit. Out, uh, out under the weather at the moment, he could have scored a hat trick in this, in this in game, in this yeah, past yeah. game. Oh, yeah. You know, if he was at his efficient best, so and he I could have got like two he, or three assists. Assists as well. So I still think that they are playing well, and it's up to the coach. You can actually see team go. Those yeah. things they don't just come. No, no, no. Uh, from from from, that, that from nowhere. Comes from the training. movement comes from training. All yes. right, guys, we need to pop into Italy very briefly. Uh, key results: Lecce one all draw with uh, Roma, Atalanta beating Lazio two 0 uh, Very entertaining affair. Juventus one-nil winners over Fiorentina while Napoli beat Cremonense 3-0. AC Milan manager Stefano Pioli says the Rossoneri uh, got a much-needed win as they ended their seven-game winless run by aging Torino 1-0 to remain in contention to qualify for the Champions League uh, football. It'll be in a wretched time, uh, uh, Chris, uh, for AC Milan mm. and they sorely needed this win. They got it. Yep. They definitely needed it. I think from a morale perspective but also just when you're taking a look at their positioning and where we had all pitched them to be at the beginning of this season a sorely needed win and also Mm. now they're they're sitting as as close as you can be in number five in the to the Champions League position (laughs) which is a little bit better it certainly is tonight's matches in Italy Hellas Verona entertains Salernitana while Sampdoria takes on Inter Milan quick results out of uh, uh, Germany Bayern Munich 3-0 winners over Bochum while Borussia Dortmund beat Werder Bremen uh, 2-0 Union Berlin fought back with two goals in 11 minutes for a 2-1 win over host RB Leipzig as they stay hot on the heels of league leaders Bayern Munich by stretching their perfect start uh, to the year to five consecutive wins. Union Berlin are proving that there are no uh, good time Charlies or flashes in the pan. This is the second season where they are playing with the big boys. You want to bamba. We're back tomorrow with the ZFM Sport. Don't miss it. May God receive bless you. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Manandi, out. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. The biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James, at the worst, is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Madod, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.